On this episode of the podcast, we talk about what does loyalty actually mean in professional sports, Tiger Woods, predictions on the NFC East, and my co-host Trey, he has got, oh my goodness, this has literally lost his mind. They'll be, out of those first eight, they'll be six and two. You what? Followed it up with the Falcons, Redskins, Saints, oh, Eagles. Did Colts. you just say six and two in yeah. those first eight games? Yeah, six and two. Beating who? Everybody. Only team we might lose to, only team we might lose to, I'll tell you right now, we maybe, maybe, no, we'll beat the Panthers, we'll beat the Giants, we'll beat the Seahawks, we'll beat the Lions, we'll beat the Texans, we'll beat the Jets. You know what? 8-0. No. 8-0. No. What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong? Okay, okay, okay. I'll be. Do you I'll remember? Be, do you, do, hold on. Do you remember when um, LeBron James was asked a question that he did not want to be asked, and he just got up and left? That that's what I feel like doing right now. I just feel like this is getting up, okay, and okay. not even trying to edit the podcast. Right. This, I just want to get up and leave. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host today. My name is O'Enyi. I am also being joined by your boy, Trey. What's going on today, Trey? Not much, man. What's going on? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. good. Hanging in there, man. You're not doing, like, great? I'm uh, doing good. Close to great, but not quite great. I'm just doing good. We've, it's not football season yet. We've extended the the deadline for the... Laker Nation bandwagon. If you want to join that, you would probably that would probably put you over the hump. Nah, I'm good, man. You sure? Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with Rocket Nation right okay. now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> crash and burn. Yeah, but shout out to Laker Nation and Cowboy Nation. You know, it's it's almost here. The day we've all been waiting for. Days we've all been waiting for. It's it can't come soon enough. I wish I could sleep until basketball season. Then this pass up the whole of football season? Just the beginning of football season. Just the first couple of weeks. Nah, the first couple of weeks are the, the kickoff? The best weeks of sports is when football season, the baseball playoffs is going on, and then the NBA, you know. Baseball? Yeah. <laughs> baseball? Get out of here with That's that, the man. Best. That's the best. And the NBA's kicking off. That's If the Astros did not exist, I would never watch baseball in my life. There you go. That's just typical how I feel. Houston sports fan. Oh my gosh. So, we're going to try a new thing here on the show. We're going to try a new little, I guess you want to call it a segment on mm-hmm. the show. It's called Throwback Moment. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to name you a moment and we're going to pretend as if it's present day and that moment has just passed. It's the, the following day from that moment and we're going to speak about it as if it just happened. We're going to take about a minute or two on that. So the moment is going to be June 6th of 2001. It's a great moment. Well, I don't know if it was that great for you. It was great. Okay. So June 6th of 2001, the Lakers and the Philadelphia 76ers played game one of the NBA Finals. Iverson. Iverson. Yes. How about that? And the steps over Toronto. Seven straight points by Iverson. 
Philip Sensikers have won game one of the NBA Finals. Allen Iverson has 48 points, six assists, five rebounds. Allen Iverson is the MVP. He cannot be... Tyron Luke cannot hold Allen Iverson in his best days. I already told everybody that Philadelphia Sensikers will win this series in six. And they've already won game one. It's almost guaranteed they're going to at least split in Philadelphia. And then they're going to come back and win the next two and win in six. Well, a series doesn't begin until somebody wins on somebody else's floor. And, that, and that's what happened. That that hadn't happened yet. The Sixers won game one that in L.A. luck. Sun shines on the dogs twice a day. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and Tyron Lue will will lock down Allen Iverson. You're not going to get seven for 22 from Kobe Bryant on another night. Kobe was terrible. Terrible. And and the Lakers lost in overtime with Kobe Bryant playing terrible. Matt Geiger is not going to get you 10 points again. Uh, it's, Eric Snow is not going to score 13 again. Uh, it's, it's This series will be over in five. Maybe. That's the first loss of the playoffs. Right. The very first loss of this playoffs for the Lakers. This is It's over. You Sometimes you let sleeping dogs lie. Okay. Well, the Kemi Mutombo, he, he held his own against Shaq. I know Shaq scored 40. 44. 44 <laughs> points. He had 20 rebounds. Shaq is a monster. He was unstoppable. And the Kemi held his own. So what they want to do is they want to continue to let Shaq get as much as possible. They want him to eat. But the surrounding cast, they don't want them to do anything. So they can continue to limit Kobe. And maybe he get 40 to 15 points a game. AI is going to be AI. The rest of the team around him, they continue to be role players and play their role. I can see Philadelphia winning this series in, in six games. You don't win. You don't sweep everybody and not be an excellent basketball team. They will. They have a chance to end the playoffs as the, with the best record in playoff history the best record in playoff history they won't lose another game we'll see <laughs> we shall see I think Allen Iverson he's the MVP of the league right now I think he's going to be able to carry this team to, to the next level no one expected Philadelphia to go into this first game and win they came in there they shocked the Lakers now they have the home court I can see Philadelphia print off the, the biggest upset in NBA history just, just try and let him step over Tyron Lue one more time and watch what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, of course, we already know what happened in this series. Uh, the Lakers did come back. They won four straight. Game three, I think, was the best opportunity the Philadelphia 76ers had to make it um, back a series. But that team was Kobe and Shaq. The reason they lost game one was basically because Kobe was on his game. Ever since that moment on, he was on his game, and it wasn't even close. So, Back to back to back. Yeah. So that was a throwback moment. I don't know if I really would have said all those things about Philadelphia 76ers, but I do know there were some people out there that did think that Philadelphia, after game one, mind you, not before game one, but after game one, they thought maybe Philadelphia has a chance. Well, when you got the coach of the year, MVP, defensive player of the year, all that stuff, it sounded good. Mm-hmm. It sounded good. But mm-hmm. And I can just see myself saying something like that. <laughs> They're going to win in six. <laughs> nah. We, the rest is history. So let's kick off the podcast. We we talked about the the trade. 
with DeMar DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard. And we kind of talked about loyalty as such. So I want to ask you, Trey, what exactly does loyalty mean in professional sports? And it's going to be many avenues that you want to kind of get into. Like as far as players' loyalty to the teams, owners' loyalty to their to the players, uh, the players' loyalty to their fans. What 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 does loyalty mean right now? I think it just I think it depends on the sport, and I think it depends on which category you're talking about. Because I think all three of those are different different conversations. I don't think that there is any loyalty in sports. To be honest with you, I mean, in football, is probably worse than a, them all. Basketball with, with the guaranteed contracts, I think it's, you know, sometimes owners have to be a little bit more loyal than what they need to be. Um, but ultimately, I don't think there should be any, I don't think there should be any loyalty in sports. I really don't. Um, and I think football players have, football players and fans have it worse. I think people feel a little bit more attached to those teams and it's like forbidden to, to root for another team or have a second team or anything like that. Uh, but, I don't think that there's any loyalty in sports, to be quite honest with you. I think if anybody's the, – the people that are the most loyal are the people who aren't getting paid, and that's the fans, to be honest with you. Because the players, you know, we don't know what they're going through. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So they can want to leave, demand a trade, whatever, and get out of there. The owners are all – it's a business for them. But as fans, because you live in the city, because you grew up watching them, because your grandpa, your dad watched them, you get attached to these teams and you feel like you can't root for anybody else. And I don't think it should be that way. I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that there shouldn't be any loyalty in sports because, you know, we had the conversation about DeMar DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard and, and you felt like the Toronto Raptors did DeMar DeRozan dirty. They should have um, come out and let him know the situation and give him some info on, you know, what was going to go down. Um, but, you know, nowadays players, they look at themselves as a brand. They're a business as well. So they're going to do what's best for them. I think going forward, doesn't matter what sport, MLB, NBA, NFL, that's what players are doing. It's a little bit harder to do that in the NFL because it's harder to build your brand in the NFL. You have to be really top notch. You have to be an Aaron Rodgers or a J.J. Watt. If you're someone coming off the pack practice squad or in the special teams, no one really cares, you know who you are. But I agree with you. Loyalty is not in sports anymore. In basketball, you know, LeBron James has gone from Cleveland to Miami, back to Cleveland, back to LA. Back in the days, you had players like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas. They've all played for one team. They were loyal to one team. So it's easy for fans to root, not just for that player, but for that team as well. But I think the loyalty for fans is also going to the wayside. They're more so loyal to a player as opposed to a team. Right. Because it's hard when you don't have that nucleus together for an extended period of time. Right. And I didn't say that Toronto shouldn't have traded DeMar DeRozan. I just thought they should have treated him fair. No, no. I that, mean, should have given right, him right. his up being a superstar. No, that, that's, all, that's all I was saying. Yeah. So I think they, I think I, I want to make sure that was clear. But back in the day, I think that there wasn't, the TV contracts weren't like they are right now. So on a weekend back in the day, you were pretty much going to see the Sixers, you're going to see the Celtics, you're going to see the Lakers, the Bulls, maybe a Pistons team. You weren't going to watch a Bucks versus Magic game on a Thursday night or a Tuesday night. It wasn't happening. Like there was, there, there was no none of that. So we would have never known a Giannis Antetokounmpo back in the day because they weren't on TV. And unless they upset somebody in the playoffs, that was the only chance you were really going to be able to see him. 
there wasn't an NBA TV where you could watch all the games every night and see that. So I think that's a little bit different that, and I think that's why fans see there's a little bit more to this than just my team who I get a chance to see. And if I can afford to get tickets and, and go watch them play, then I get a chance to build some type of bond with them. But the truth is these guys have, there's just too many options, man. It's a business. And I think that's what some people don't realize. And as a, an amateur player, I think people get mad at me because I take the owner side too much sometimes, but it's a business. And those guys, however they accumulated their wealth, decided to invest it in a team. And they're investing money in a team to grow the business, earn some money, feed their families, leave a legacy. And ultimately, they get a chance to do what they want to do. Some of them are really good at it. Some of them stink at it. Um, and so I, I could see why there's no loyalty. And I consider players like independent contractors, if you will. They're the contractors, they're basically. And w- once their brand gets hot enough, they could test free agency and go work for somebody else. Um, somebody offered me a much better job or much better salary to do exactly what I'm doing right now. I mean, I can't tell you that I wouldn't explore those options, you know? Um, they just have a few more options and guaranteed money, and, and we don't. The only other player I can think of right now that has been loyal to their organization is NBA-wise. You look at Dirk Nowinski. Him and Mark Cuban are in love with one another. Dirk Nowinski is going to retire a Dallas Maverick. He was drafted by the Mavericks, right? I believe so. And he has spent his whole career as a Dallas Maverick. That is unheard of. Kobe Bryant, same way. Even though he wasn't drafted by the Lakers, he did start his career as a Los Angeles Laker, and he retired as a Laker. That That's unheard of. The loyalty in sports right now, you're right, it's, it's on the wayside. And it's because of all these big money contracts. Um, like you alluded to earlier, you can watch the Milwaukee Bucks play on basketball every night if you wanted to, mm-hmm. if he had the package. And so with that kind of exposure, players have more options now. You know that there's some big name talent in small cities. And so if they're hot enough, they can explore the options. As opposed to back in the day, you may be hot enough, you know, but your, t- your team loves you. You're going to go ahead and stay in that, that small city and finish your career off there. I don't know too much about MLB. It seems like most players stay on the same team and end in, in MLB form, though. It used to be. It, I mean, it used to be like that for, be that way for a while. But when you get players like Manny Machado, you know, and, you know, in, the, in one year, Machado leaves his team. Um, Stanton leaves his team and you're, you're having superstars leave. I don't want to talk too much baseball. We might lose some <laughs> listeners here. So when you see people like that leave, but I think a lot of that started even with A-Rod. And, um, when, when you see superstars leave those organizations and, you know, as a fan, that's why I mean, I, I, it's hard to be loyal to those teams. Some people just do it just because, just because you got dissed by the Oilers. And decided to stay a Texans fan once they joined just because this is where I'm from. And it's like this unwritten rule that you have to root for the people where you live. I don't understand that. I really don't understand. I don't understand that rule. Uh, and I think fans impose these rules to support these teams. And these teams could care less. I mean, look, you're repping your city. That's what it is. Now, if your city does not have a professional football team or basketball team, then you have the option to decide on which team you want to root for. But I grew up here. That was was on TV, was the Oilers. So I backed the Oilers in Houston. I was loyal to Houston as a sports franchise. Now, there's no teams in Houston, then yes, I would dibble-dabble. That would not happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll more than likely, I don't know what fan of what team I would be. I don't have any side pieces right now like you do. I have none. I I am just strictly married to Houston sports teams right now. And that's it. I'm loyal to them. And that's it. 
You're I, such a good, you're such a good fan. Stubborn but good. <laughs> I mean, most most people are loyal to their teams. Most a lot of people, a lot of people are. But for what reasons? Your favorite players get traded. They treat your favorite players like crap. Your owners aren't committed to winning. Um, the coaches they hire just don't get the job done. Why would you remain loyal to people that stink? Why would okay, you stay look, loyal to a, the a, Rockets? The Rockets haven't won an NBA championship in twenty three years. A successful season last Congratulations. year. Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations! About damn time. What have the Cowboys done? Hey, I trust me. They trust haven't me. done jack. And you I know explored fan free agency. I explored it. Well, There's I, not I a secret. I can't call you a good fan. <laughs> I have never dibble dabbled in the free agency. I, I have signed a lifelong contract of misery of. Being a Houston Texas fan or a Houston Rocket fan or an Astro, fan. and you're in the pit of misery. Dearly, there is dearly. no misery. How is there dearly, misery? Dearly. You're not winning. The Astros just won a world championship. Finally, it, the Rockets were this close, and you don't even want to talk baseball. And your team won the World I can Series. Talk, I can talk Astros. We want to talk Astros. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. But as far as all those other organizations, don't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Don't. The Texans have Homer Deshaun Simpson. Watson right now. We're at the height of you know. Houston's at, at its height right now as far as sports. How? We just won a championship. The Astros it, did. Right. They're like the saving grace of this town. The Rockets were this close to win a championship. This close. This close. They wow. were the second best team in the NBA last year. Don't mm. debate that. Don't debate that. Don't mm. Mm, that. That's mm. a fact. Okay. How will they? Okay. We'll talk about NBA later, but okay. The you, Ro- you, you're settling. You're settling for Settle. what ifs. What ifs. See, and that's what you, you have these delusions like these crazy delusions of grandeur, like oh, we almost did it. We almost no, we almost didn't do nothing. You're the first we were place. Almost there. You're third place, right? Third, second tied for third. Place. Second you're tied place. for third. Second. You're tied for third, and you're happy with that. You want a participation? No one said trophy. I was happy. You want a participation trophy? Nobody said I was happy. I'm just loyal to my team, and you're and, and I you're feel content like with being mediocre. We're not content with that. Yes, we're, you are. That's why we're trying to get other players. To contend with the Golden State Warriors next year. There's a lot more than the Warriors you're going to have to contend with. No, that's the only team that I see that we Slow have to contend your roll, with. Homie. There are no other teams Slow in, in the Western roll. Conference that oh, we have to contend a, with. There's a few other teams in the Western I, Conference. I, I, I beg about. to differ. I beg to differ. Don't you dare say <laughs> <laughs> that LeBron James, LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers are a threat to the Rockers. Yeah, we might be the one seed. Boy, have you lost your mind. <laughs> we might be the one seed. Have you lost your mind? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I have to hire someone to start <laughs> enforcing drug tests before you come on this podcast. I'm just saying. So we might as well just go ahead and transition from the loyalty thing <laughs> and talk about this. There is there is no way the Lakers are going to be a one seed next year. Not with the way their team is constructed right now. Well, how how can you just for 100% certainty say that? So let me, let me ask you two questions. Let me ask you two questions. We already answered the first question. You think that there is a chance the Lakers our number one seed next year. The second question is, because I was on social media and I saw this a couple of times, do you think the Lakers, as constructed, if they were in the Eastern Conference, could make it to the NBA Finals in the East? Easy. 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 What? They're better than the Cavs team that played in the Finals this year. I can can agree with that. And they made it to the Finals fairly easily. I can agree with that. But Boston, if healthy. If. They're not going to be Boston healthy. You want me to say what my ifs? (laughs) They're not going to get past Boston. They're not going to get past Philly. They wouldn't get past Toronto oh as constructed goodness. now. Get out of here. 
They would stop. Boy, you tripping. Now you are being a hater. How am I being a hater? You are being a hater. Just watch. Just watch. The, watch what? It's not going to happen. They're not going to go to the Eastern Conference. They're not going to the East, but we're going to. But gonna, they're not going to be no one seed hey, really, in the, hey, the Western Conference. Calm down, homie. You don't know that. You don't know that. No, I know that. You do? Yes, I do. How many games are the Lakers going to win? The Lakers will probably be, I'm not going to give a, a number, but I can see the Lakers being four, four, through, four through six. A so four, th- four through six would have to win anywhere between 48 to 54 games. Right. Which is an eleven game improvement. Right. I'm gonna tell with, you right now. They're with not the greatest be- with the be- with the one of the top two basketball players in the world joining a team without losing anybody, really. So you're just saying he's only worth eleven more wins. That's not necessarily true. But yeah, that's a lot of wins. That's a lot of wins. Okay. If you, so, if you uh, bring one man into so the organization. So, you're saying, so so but then but you added Rondo. So you mean you're saying Rondo's not worth any wins. I don't think they're going to be able to mesh well together. Why? Because Rondo dominates the ball. Now, LeBron James has said that he wants to play off the ball. But Rondo does dominate the ball as a point guard. And, and you know, you know, you know Chris Paul does Hold on, hold on. But the real key to all this, let me just tell you how I foresee the Lakers season. Please. Okay, I have my crystal ball here. Please. I'm looking to my crystal ball. Miss Cleo. All right, so the Lakers, they start off at 500, right? Mm-hmm. They, go, they go through the season. They have like a record of about 11 and 11. <laughs> uh, Luke Walton, he's looking around. He's like, I, you know what? I can't handle all this. LeBron James is in my ear every second. Rondo's in my ear every second. Lo- Lonzo Ball wants to stop playing off the bench. He wants to be a starter now. His dad is in Luke Walton's ear. Midway through the season, they're under 500. Luke, Luke gets fired. They're bringing another coach. Then they start rolling. So it's not really all on LeBron James. That's because you bring in LeBron James. How well does he mesh with everybody else around him? I Luke, the coach, the coach is really the key to all this. If Luke Walden can handle all that, then yeah, maybe we look at. So do you, do you remember this is the same Luke Walton that went what, what like thirty four and three when Steve Kerr was out with more attitudes and more cockiness. If and, I was coaching the Golden State Warriors, they will be thirty four and thirty. Negative. <laughs> negative. <laughs> negative. Okay, just what, are, just are mark, the really, tape. Are you mark really the tape. Say, mark the tape. Okay, say it one more time. This because some of the listeners they probably didn't believe what you said. So you're saying the Lakers are going to be a number one seed next year? I didn't say that. I said they could be a one seed. Just go ahead and go full fold into it. Just say they're going to be a number one seed. No, no, I'm not going to say that yet. I'm not going to say that yet. But I, it's coming. It's coming. Right now we're, we're we're top four at least, guaranteed. I'm going to tell you right now. And the that's Golden only State because Warriors. we play in the same division as the Golden State Warriors. But we're going to beat them. We're going to beat them more times than they beat us in the regular season. So that it could come down to that. Okay. I can I can see that happening. But them being a number one seed in the West, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Right. That, we all said that when the Rockets uh, started last season, too. Remember that? But that's the Rockets, though. The Rockets are trash. The Rockets are trash. a well, They were a well-oiled machine last oh, well, year. With two ball-dominant point guards, Chris Paul and Jimmy Harden. And it worked out. And it worked out just like it's going to work Why out for the Lakers. Why are you still calling this man Jimmy? <laughs> That's his name. That's his name. Look it up. The Golden State Warriors, the Houston Rockets, the Oklahoma City Thunder, <sighs> those three teams are going to be better than the Lakers yeah, like, next year. Yeah, your damn mind. You crazy. Okay. We're going to mark the tape. They're going to be better than the mark Lakers. Mark the tape. Mark I know. The tape. I know everybody is just so in love with the fact that LeBron James, the L.A. Laker, and that he's going to be there. But their first year is going to be a struggle. You're out your mind. He, when he 
first went to Miami. Everybody in America wants to, to believe what you're saying right now. Only only because they don't want LA to be great again. LA is I've already, already stated, great. I've already stated on this podcast that it is good for the NBA for the Lakers to be good. Great. To be great. Okay, right. They could be for it to really work, the Thank Lakers you. have to be great. I've already stated that, okay? Thank you. But I can't just sit here and say just because LeBron James is how old now? 30, 34. 30, 33, 34, something 33, like that. 33, 34. He's gone to eight or nine straight eight. NBA finals. Man, that's, be, a, that's, be nine. that's a lot of. He's going to shock the world. That's a lot of. He's going to shock the world. That's a lot of miles, man. That's a lot of miles. That's he okay. can't, he can't, he can't continue to carry teams like that and, and not break down a little bit. He might take a sit back next year. He ain't gonna have to pay 48 minutes a game. We're good. We're good. We're not gonna have to worry about that. Okay, we'll see. Watch. LeBron we shall see. James. Hey, watch now, this. Remember, when, we, when we roll off 58 wins next year and shot, everybody's gonna be like, what the heck is this? Not in the West, sir. 58 and 24. Not in the Western Mark Conference. Not in the Western Conference. I can tell you that much. So anyway. <laughs> I cannot believe we're still talking about the Lakers. Of course. What else is there to talk about? There's nothing better in sports to talk about than the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, we can talk a little Tiger Woods, can't we? Oh, that was great. Tiger Woods, what, he finished sixth? <sighs> yeah. In this little major? Tied for sixth. Not little major. What are you talking about? It's a little British major. Open. It's, a, it's a little major. The British Open is a, a little major. Man. It's a little it's, major. It's a big major. And he's finished. This is his best finish since he's actually come back, right? In a major. In a major. Mm-hmm. It has been his, his best finish. Are, are we looking at the return of Tiger Woods? Is, is it is, is Tiger Woods now going to start competing in, in every measure that, that he's in? First of all, watch your mouth and start saying starting to compete. Tiger Woods has been competing since he's come back. No, 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 okay? no. I mean on Tiger Woods' level. No, this this little bull that he's been doing since coming back, that's okay for a regular golfer. Now we're talking about the Tiger Woods. Don't disrespect Tiger Woods I like that. I will chunk this. I will chunk myself on that shit. <laughs> we're both pretty much in the same boat. Don't get me wrong. Tiger Woods, is he's a big deal. But all I'm saying. He played his butt off this week. He did. He, he did. And, and my, save, I mean, I guess any golfer could probably say that. But today, I think I kind of jinxed him. So, Tiger Woods, I apologize. I started watching. He was playing really well. and That's what you're known public. for. That's know. what you're known for, man. I went public and said something, but didn't really say it. And then he was four over on the next two, next two holes and never really recovered from that. So, Tiger, I apologize. It's my fault. It was, it was all me. I get it. But I literally was like a kid in a candy store, man. It was it was Christmas in July for me to see him play the way that he played. Like I was just following him, and, and I want to say the second shot on the tenth hole was just that was Tiger Wood esque. That was like th- something that I was like, wow, this dude is like he's on top of it. He he switched his putter a couple weeks ago. He's playing his butt off, and then come to fourteen. I can still see. It. I see every shot that he hit on fourteen, and he blew it. I mean, he literally blew it. I mean, he was he was chipping on. It was a joint green. I don't know if you saw any of it, but it and uh, it's it's links golf, so they have a big old green. It's two holes, share one green, and he was about seventy feet away, and he had to use his wedge or like a sand wedge to chip it. I was like, man, I've never even seen that before. 
I'm sure it happens all the time. I just never saw it. Um, I just never give up. I knew he, I thought until the very end he had a chance to win and he didn't. But to finish like that, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with it too. It's it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. A lot of the haters out there, they're still kind of you know saying, you know, this doesn't mean anything, you know, but it means a great deal. Yeah, it really does. He shot a 71, 71, 66, 71, and. In his backswing, I don't know if you heard about that or not, but in his backswing on the 18th hole, somebody started yelling. Yeah. Uh, and it, he still wound up hitting a great shot. Right. Uh, a shot that he probably may not have hit if somebody didn't distract him. But uh, even the second shot, damn near rolled up to the cup. But mm-hmm. he, he, I think he's back. I think I, he's back. I, you know, I would like to think that he is back. I'm not going to get on that bandwagon yet. I'm on it, brother. <laughs> I'm not going to get there yet. But I would like to think that he is back. He is moving in the right direction. Whether or not he's able to catch Jack Nicholson, I don't know about that. Is it's it Jack Nicholson? Be hard now. Did I say Jack Nicholson or Jack Nicholas? Which one is it? <laughs> you said Nicholas. Yeah, Jack, Jack Nicholas. Uh, that's still yet to be seen. But um, yeah, Tiger's in the right direction. Everybody loves it when Tiger Woods is playing well. It's good for the game of golf. Um, it's not like the Houston Astros for me. If the Astros are not playing well, I, I don't care much about baseball. If Tiger Woods is not playing well, I don't care much about golf in general. But once Tiger Woods is playing well, I'm I'm tuned in. I'm trying to see what he's doing. This past major, um, the Masters, no one even knows who won the dang all thing. All they could talk about is when Tiger was playing well, yeah. that Tiger was playing well in that, that tournament. Same thing with this one, the British Open. Do you know who won the British Open? The Francesco Molinari. Okay, so you do know. You're one of the few people that actually knows who won <laughs> If you're a Tiger fan, you don't really know who won these majors. All you know is that Tiger did not win, but he played well enough to to compete and be there to to try to win. Yeah, man, I was. It was just great to see. Honestly, it was it was just cool to it was cool to see him doing that. Watch the galleries and watch people. I mean, he golf needs somebody like Tiger Woods, and to see the people that were, that were playing well, uh, some of the people who had an opportunity to win were like three years old. You know, the first time he won the British Open, I want to say it was like 1996 or 97. And like, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's it's a great time. It's a great time. And I'm, I'm happy that he's back playing well. And to see where he's come from, from when the season started to where he's at right now, is nothing short of phenomenal. Does he I'm does right. he catch? Does he, does he break the record for most majors? Uh, I, when he first came back, I thought, Yes. Yeah. Over the last, but over the last six or seven months, I was like, no. But after after what I saw from him today, I saw some grown men kind of crumble because they saw Tiger up top of the leaderboard for just a couple holes, and then all these galleries following him, and then the crowd. You could tell those guys are nervous. Jordan Spieth poo pooed on the cell. I mean, like Mm -hmm. a lot, and and, um, a few other other golfers like, uh oh. Yeah. And then some of those who were in front of Tiger who weren't necessarily having to hear that, they're the ones who wind up and one played with him, one played with him. um, Molinari played well, but I think it, when he's out there and mm-hmm. you see, that, I think you're going to have to think like, oh, yeah, man. That, that is part of the aura of, of Tiger Woods. Yeah, it's not just him <laughs> there; it's like everybody else behind him. Yeah, you know, it, it was that feel, that moment. You start to sense you. You're looking at greatness. Yeah, and when you're in the presence of greatness, are you going to fold? Or are you going to rise to the occasion? Absolutely. And most times, people fold under yeah. pressure when they're I mean, going up against Tiger. It's no different than what. People did when Jordan, when they're playing against Michael Jordan, or if you're playing against a Tom Brady right now, or an Aaron Rodgers, like you're like, oh man, like no lead is too safe. We got to keep scoring. We got to keep scoring. And that's what those guys did for him today, man. But 
I'm proud of him. I am so proud of him. And to say that I'm one of those people, and I, I supported him when he was up, when he was down, when he was coming back. And there's just so many people who just just piled on this man. And so for me, more than anything, if he can just win at least another major, I think that would sound. Oh, a that lot would be fantastic. Yeah, he almost had it today. Yeah, he almost had it today. You know, can you imagine when he finally does win a major? It's that's going to be all over the news, all over yeah. sports center. It's going to be. On this podcast, that's what we're going to talk about is that Tiger Woods is finally with the major. And, you know, the question is still going to be, can he break the record for most majors? If he can win once next year, um, I think he might be able to. I think he's got to I think he's got to win one soon. So that soon, way he, right. So that right, way right. he can, you know, get his confidence back. But he does for the sport, for the game of sport in general, not just golf. What he does for sports in general, hmm. it's just kind of like what you were saying with the Lakers. The Lakers being good or great or getting those free agents is good for the NBA. Like Tiger Woods playing well is good for sport. Like it's really good for sport. Now I'm not just talking about minorities or anything like that. I'm just saying it's good for the game of golf. It gives it the publicity that it needs, and people actually follow it in, yeah. and and watch it. So. He's the most integral athlete to any sport, bar none. Yeah. When Tiger Woods is playing well, it just elevates golf in ways that no other athlete can. You know, LeBron James going to the LA Lakers. It was a big deal. Don't get me wrong. But it's not even close to what Tiger Woods does for the game of golf when he's playing well. Yeah, because nobody just, watches golf. Right. I mean, nobody. <laughs> the, the ratings just, they plummet yeah. all the way to nothingness. <laughs> you know, when Tiger Woods is playing well, it's almost like a, a rumor starts. <laughs> you know, you, you, people say, have you heard that Tiger Woods is, you know, yeah. you, ever seen the, you ever seen the movie, Um, what's the movie called with uh, Will Smith and... And uh, what's it called? The Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the, the guy, I forgot his name. He's not playing well. He's from Savannah, Georgia. He's a, the whole time, hometown hero of Savannah. So he's playing this tournament with two other legendary golfers. The first two rounds, he's playing terrible. So everybody just forgets about it. They're like, you know what? He's not going to win. Then all of a sudden, he starts playing well in the third round. And so people start yeah. telling other people about it. And the whispers are going all, all over Savannah. That's what Tiger Woods does. Yeah, that's a good When he good plays analogy. well, everybody yeah. else just starts to hear about it and it's like they start to turn on the TV and be like, well, let me see what Tiger Woods is doing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Very important to the game of golf. Yes, sir. All right. So, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the NFC East. <laughs> the NFC East. That's that where the Cowboys play, right? Cowboy the Cowboys Nation. Play. Stand up. Let's make some predictions on this podcast, sir. I already know who you think is going to win that division. Duh. I'm going to already tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> so we have the Giants, we have the Cowboys, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, and we have the Washington Redskins. Last place in that division belongs to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> are, are you done, sir? Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Are you done, sir? Hold on, wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna record this. Okay, go ahead. So can you yes. repeat that? Yeah, I'll go ahead and repeat it. Uh, put me on whatever you want to put me on. <laughs> Last place in the NFC East belongs to the Dallas Cowboys. Mark the tape. Okay. Last place, Dallas Cowboys. First place, I think the Philadelphia. Do you know Eagles. what the record will be? You want to guess? Uh, let's go with five and five and eleven. <laughs> let's go with five and eleven. <laughs> No, I kid, I kid, I kid. <laughs> like I said before, they'll be about about eight and eight and eight, something like that. So I think the that last division, place would be eight and eight, yeah, seven I, and no, nine. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's a, that division is a really good division. 
Philadelphia, of course, they are the defending champions. The Washington Redskins now with Alex Smith, I think that team is going to take a step forward. And then you have the Giants. They have some pieces back, some new pieces to add to give Eli um, some more weapons. I just I don't see the Dallas Cowboys being able to to get past that. Their so defense last is, place. Their defense is horrendous, Trey. Let's can we at least agree on that? That the Dallas Cowboys defense is terrible. They're gonna be they're gonna be middle of the pack. It won't be terrible. All right, so I, I have it as Philadelphia winning the division. Okay. The Giants are gonna be second. The Washington Redskins will be third, and the Dallas Cowboys are gonna be last in that division. Wow. You have officially lost your damn mind. That, you say that every show. Exactly. I'm still wondering how you. Oh, oh gosh. Woosa. Yes, Woosa. Woosa, sir. Woosa. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're living in the past. All right. Name name, name the order. Name the order of the NFC East for me. Go ahead and name in it. In the NFC East. We already know you have the Cowboys it'll number be the one. The Dallas Cowboys number one. Is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles number two, the Washington Redskins number three, and the Giants number four. Okay. That's the way it's going to end. That's okay. the way it's going to end. The Giants don't even know if they want Eli Manning to be their quarterback right now. And with the play that they, although they have Saquon Barkley, who I think is going to be great, yep, I think they're going to run into some problems. Uh, and I guess you could switch. Let me take that back. I'll switch the Giants and the Redskins, <laughs> but the the Redskins are going to be they're going to call they're going to give some people some fits, mm-hmm. just not the Cowboys. Okay, there's a couple things that you can count on: death, taxes, and us beating the Redskins. Is this going to happen? It's just the way that it's going to be. With the addition of Alex Smith, I think that does stabilize the offense a little bit. He's not better than Kirk Cousins. Well, I'm not going to debate that necessarily. I actually do think in some ways Alex Smith is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Chris alluded to this on the la- on a couple of podcasts ago. Alex Smith is going to be able to elevate that team in crunch time. Alex Smith is actually a pretty clutch quarterback. I can't say the same thing for Kirk Cousins. Now, when you look at the division, you have Alex Smith, you have Dak Prescott, you have Carson Wentz, and you have Eli Manning. Don't get me wrong. Eli Manning is, has not played well in the past couple of seasons. But if he had to rank those quarterbacks, Dak Prescott is last out of all the quarterbacks in the NFC East. I'm going to flip this down. <laughs> <laughs> Dak Prescott has to prove to me that he can win big games. It's already been proven by the other quarterbacks in that division. That they could win big games? Yes, sir. Really? Alex Smith has proven, proven it. Has he not? Which games did he win? Has he or has he not he proven has not. Has he won a playoff game? He got game? jacked by Colin Kaepernick. Has he won a playoff game? Yes, he has, sir. In the, okay. As a San Francisco 49er, he's won some playoff games. He, was, he, he got was his job taken by Colin Kaepernick. That's fine. Where's Colin Kaepernick right now? Out of the league. <laughs> that has to do with football. <laughs> but Alex Smith has proven that he can win in this league. Don't sit here and say he hasn't. Eli Manning for, for sure has proven he can win in this league. Carson Wentz can win this league as well. I would Carson Wentz ain't even the best quarterback on his team. Don't you? Oh my he's not even god! The best quarterback on his team. That that whole debate about who's going to start Carson Wentz is going to start. Carson Wentz is a better he's quarterback gonna have a than setback. Nick Foles. He's going to have a setback too. Him and Jared Goff, they're both going to just go back a little bit. That's fine. But in that division, Dak Prescott is number four. You are a hater. You you are seriously being a hater right now. And I'll take that. I'll take that because he's going to start from the bottom and then he's going to be all the way. In the Super Bowl. 
Lakers, number one seed in the West. Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. How you like me now? I like you the same as before <laughs> we started this podcast. Now, the only thing that could be a Cowboys saving grace is that they still have a good offensive line and they have Ezekiel back there. Of course. Of course. No suspensions, no, no, no distractions, nothing like that. And that's why I'm saying that division is going to be tough. The, the Dallas Cowboys can finish the season 7-9, 8-8, be last in that division. They're not going to be last in their damn division. The Cowboys, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way they finish 7-9. and nine. Ain't no way. It, this is going to be the best sports year for, for me. The Braves will probably make it to the World Series. The Cowboys are going to make it to the Super Bowl. And the Lakers are going to probably, probably make it to the NBA championship. That's what, that's what, that's what I, I could really see that happening right now. But with all this nonsense you're talking, I'm just going to... I'm the one talking nonsense. You're talking nonsense. You just know. said on this podcast that the Los Angeles Lakers are going to be number one seed next year. Yeah. You're talking about the Dallas Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, yeah. and you're talking about the Braves yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. And yeah. you think I'm the one yeah, that has man. lost their you, mind. You, you crazy. You are, you are, you, you done lost your mind. Let me, let me, let me walk. Since we're talking about the NFC East and we're talking about America's team, which are the Dallas Cowboys, shout out to Cowboy Nation. They got the Panthers on the road. That's a loss. Loss. They got the Giants at home. They can win that. They got the Seahawks on the road without us. You're crazy. The Seahawks in Seattle? In Seattle. That's a loss. No, we've been there, done that before. So right there. It's a loss. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. So then we got the Lions at home. They might win that. Cowboy, I mean, Texans on the rope. We know that's a loss. Jaguars at home. That's a loss. Redskins at home. That's a loss. No, on the road. And then we got the Titans at home. They Man, might win that. Just right, just like that. That's, that, that's that? The, they won two games out of one, all that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So they're all two and five. Out of those first eight, so they'll, they'll, they'll be two and five, be, two and six. No, they'll be, out of those first eight, they'll be six and two. Followed it up with the Falcons, Redskins, Saints, oh, Eagles. Did Colts. you just say six and two in yeah. those first eight games? Yeah, six and two. Beating who? Everybody. Only team we might lose to, only team we might lose to, I'll tell you right now, we maybe, maybe, but we'll beat the Panthers, we'll beat the Giants, we'll beat the Seahawks, we'll beat the Lions, we'll beat the Texans, we'll beat the Jets. You know what? Eight no. Eight no. What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong? Okay, okay, okay. I'll be. Do you I'll remember? Be, do you, do, hold on. Do you remember when um, LeBron James was asked a question that he did not want to be asked, and he just got up and left? <laughs> that that's what I feel like doing right now. I just feel like just getting up, okay, and okay. not even trying to edit the podcast. Right? This, I just want to get up and leave. Okay, seven and one. The only thing that might beat us out of those first eight are the Jags. So we could be seven and one. We might lose to the Jags at home. That's because we'll be so. Hung over from whipping the Texans on Sunday night, we might lose to the Jags. You can never, at home. ever, ever call me a homer again on this podcast. What? Because I'm being, you, we might be, we should be seven and one. You are definitely being a homer right now. I know some Cowboy fans that have that absolutely do not have the Cowboys starting off worst eight case, and eight, worst eight and zero. Oh, I mean, case worst case six and two. We'll be six and two or better. Six and two or better. Mark the tape. I, I, just want, I just want to get up and leave. <laughs> just mark the tape. I just want to, just want to get up from here and leave. I cannot believe humble, what you're my saying. my humble, my very humble, I'm a humble person. In my very humble opinion, 
the Cowboys will be six and two or better. We will not lose more than two out of our first eight games. Boom. Read it. I I'm lost for I'm lost for words right now. I How really can am. you not agree with me? What I don't understand. I don't understand what the issue is. I just I just, I just read you their first eight games. We're going. I mean, I'm giving you two. I'm giving you two losses. I'm just throwing it out there just just so you don't say I'm a homer. I've already said you're a homer. <laughs> <laughs> Six and two. Look, let realistically, anybody that's living in the real world, if you're living in a world that's round, then. <laughs> You are looking at through my eyes. If you're living in a world flat. that's flat, it's then flat. yes, you're, you're looking at the eyes of <laughs> of, of, of Trey or, Kyrie. Or, or Kyrie Irving. That's what you're looking at. The Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in that division. Why? Why? They're the best team in that division. Why? Because they, they have a great ball. offense. They have a great offense. They, they really a, they do. have a decent offense. They have a great offense. They have a decent offense. They have a great offense. Okay. They have a pretty good defense as well in Philadelphia. Okay. With the new additions that the Redskins and the Giants have made, they're going to be taking a step forward. They're going to be better this year than they were last year. The Dallas Cowboys really haven't done anything in the offseason. They're, they're, they're counting on the fact that maybe Dak Prescott will elevate his game. Do I see him doing that? I don't. I'm sorry. Because I, I, you're a hater, though. I'm not being a hater. I'm just telling you how I see it. Dak Prescott has not given me anything in his three years in the league to make me believe that he's going to take that next step forward. Ezekiel Elliott can only take you so far. Well, first of all, we're talking about the premier conference in division. I'm sorry. We're talking about the premier division in football. The The best division in football is the NFC East without a doubt. Without a doubt. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, okay? Let's get this straight. I mean, the NFC South is no, it's close. The what? The NFC South. Yeah. They had three teams go to the playoffs last year. Yeah, Let, let's last not year. let's not let's not knock them. That was last year. So they they have they have four really good quarterbacks so back, in that division. So back in June, back in June, um, Sports Illustrated did an article, not just on the NFC East, but on everybody. And I want to say referencing the article back on June seventh um, is what it was. Is what Sports Illustrated did. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But I've never been wrong uh, so far that I know of. Uh, right now, they had the Eagles winning the division, and they had the Eagles going twelve and four, and then they had the Cowboys going nine and seven, and finishing second in that division. How long ago was that? That was June seventh of twenty eighteen. Okay, that's what that's what Sports Illustrated thought. And they I, had the Cowboys. What's the record? Cowboys have nine and seven. Nine and seven, and then they had. The Giants at seven and nine, and those Redskins at five, ten, and one. Ooh, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong; it's 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 almost a cluster there when you look at the Cowboys. Because it's the toughest division. The to Redskins, football. the Giants. If all three of those teams kind of you know switch places, and the Cowboys somehow do manage to become second in that division, they're still looking at eight and eight. Nine and seven record. Boy, stop. Okay, so that's all. That's all I gotta say about that. Of course, because you're a hater. You're a hater. You can call me a hater all you want. You are a hater. You're a hater. You're hating on the Cowboys and about what and what we're getting ready to do. But once once we win the Super Bowl, okay, once we beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, then I don't want to hear nothing. Not you're gonna have to cancel this damn podcast. What you're gonna have to do? <laughs> no. When did Texas beat the Cowboys? 
on Sunday Night Football, then that's when we might have to cancel the podcast because you're not able to take it. That's not happening. The, 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 no, that's not happening. Texans don't stand a chance. I don't know why you keep on saying Cowboys and Super Bowl in the same sentence. I, I have no idea why you're saying that. It's going to happen. The, the Cowboys don't have a prayer to go to the Super Bowl, sir. See, that's, that's where you're wrong. That's, why you, that's where you being a homer, you know, doesn't make any sense that you, you just The Cowboys were supposed to go to the Super Bowl last year. And what happened? People were we were, saying that they were going to Super Bowl last year. Goodell was tripping. He was tripping with Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, you tripping now? No, nah, he was tripping. He was tripping. Don't 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 worry about us, homie. We're gonna be all right. <laughs> We're gonna be all right. It's gonna it's gonna happen. And then you're gonna be so mad. You're gonna be so mad. I'll be okay. I just can't wait to have the conversation. So people, make sure you tune in when we talk about the AFC South. When we talk about that. That's that's gonna be a pretty good discussion. I mean, it should be easy. It's gonna be very easy. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah. Super you, you easy. You should know what team's gonna win a division. Exactly. If it wasn't for the Colts, y'all because that division. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. wait. Boy, yeah. This is hold, hold your tongue. <laughs> don't get me start. You got me clenching my fists over you here. You are so disrespectful, sir. <laughs> you are one disrespectful human being. Hey. Okay. So let let's end off the podcast with uh, a little bit of basketball talk. So it's it's pretty much set in stone that Carmelo Anthony will become a Houston Rocket. I've been hearing a lot of mixed up. How excited should Rockets fans actually be about the addition of Carmelo Anthony? I think they should have tempered expectations, to be honest with you. Because if this clown comes to Houston, yeah, I I say to Carmelo, if he comes to Houston and still thinks that he needs to be the starting three, Houston, we have a problem. If he's willing to take a step back and say, you know what, with the people that we're going to have out there on the court, I can come off the bench, ignite this team, and maybe, you know, get them 16 to 18. Shoot. Against the second team, he might be able to get 20. 18 points a game, 17 points a game. I think that would make a big difference for the Rockets. But if his ego is too big, he needs to stay his ass in Atlanta. Well, Atlanta doesn't want him. Or stay somewhere. Yeah. Go to Washington with Dwight. Nah, that's Go not to Toronto. Go to Toronto with Kawhi. He's coming to Houston, and I agree with you. The Rockets fans should have tempered expectations. If Carmelo can find it within himself to be a role player and come off the bench, it would do his career. I, I can't even explain how well that would do for his career. Like you said, he can maybe score 20, you know, anywhere from 16 to 20 points. Being that man, being the sixth man, because he, as bad as we we say he plays, if he plays against that second squad on a night in, night out basis, that would be phenomenal for the Rockets. And the Rockets can continue to do what they do with the starters with Chris Paul and James Harden. And they're, they're going to even try to find ways to get him more involved right. in the game. Playing along, alongside Chris Paul will help Carmelo Anthony a lot. But then he also has to realize that he is not the main man there. Yeah. Well, what I'm, what I think, and I haven't, I haven't read up on this recently, but I think the monkey wrench that could be thrown into this whole thing is Dwayne Wade and the Miami Heat. Because if Dwayne Wade could tell him, "Hey, look, man, you can come here and you could start, or we'll start you," I think Carmelo's ego—he's already got his money. He's gypped 
<laughs> he's jipped the thunder out of some money. He's jipped the the yeah, man, Hawks bro. out of some money. Yeah. And so if he can go to another team and I say, look, man, we're, we're not ready to give up on you yet, or we'll take that one-year flyer on you and, and pay you a little bit of money to come here and play, and you can start, you know, put some people in some seats. He might say, you know what, Houston, that championship don't mean that much to me. Look, look, let me tell you something right now. If Carmelo, Anthony, if Carmelo Anthony decides that he does not want to come to Houston and he goes to Miami, Strictly because he's going to be getting more money and be starting, I will lose the little respect I have for Carmelo Anthony right now. It will be completely gone. Because you, but do you really think he's going to help the Rockets? Really, it's not even about that. Does this man want to win a championship? He's not going to do it in Houston. No, no, no. I'm just saying, does he want to win a championship? Yes. If that is the case, he needs to try. Any means possible to become a Houston Rocket. He's not going to win a championship in Miami. He's not going to win one in Houston. Well, he has a better shot in Houston than he does in Miami. And if that's the option, if that's a team that wants him, because Daryl Morey and the Houston Rockets, they want him just as bad. If he does not see that and come to the Rockets as opposed to going to Miami just because he's going to get a little bit more money and he's going to be starting, then uh, you can have him. We want nothing to do with you. I just think I don't know that he's that guy for y'all. Y'all have st- y'all haven't even signed Capella yet. You don't have any. You have zero perimeter defenders. Your efforts should be focused on getting somebody else that could help y'all win. Because right now y'all are y'all are a, a fifth seed, <laughs> maybe an eighth seed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> If this is your first time, this is a podcast, guys. Please subscribe. I can't do this with you anymore. Like you have, I don't know who this man is. You're 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 normally off your rocker, but today this is on a new level. It's you know that song. I'm on a new level. That's you. I'm on a new level. That's you right now. You are on something else right now, sir. I don't know what you what you drank, what you ate, what you smoked, <laughs> whatever it is. Don't do it for the next podcast. I'm just. I'm just I need you to be normal. I, I need you to be normal. <laughs> I just. I cannot do it today. Like wow, wow. Hey, I speak the truth. Nothing but the truth. Wow. That's all I can say right now is wow. Hey, I'm saying. I just. I'm. Mark the tape. I'm just. Tell, I'm just telling you what's gonna happen. I just. I'm. I don't know. I've only been wrong once or twice. That's it. I don't have anything else to say, sir. <laughs> I mean, if you want to end the podcast, you can end it right now. Because I have, I don't think I have anything else to say, dude. <laughs> hey, you don't want to give a shout out to Cowboy Nation and Laker Nation one more time? I refuse. <laughs> Cavs on parade. Cavs on parade, baby. Let's make this happen. Day of Reckoning, October 7th, 720 p.m. Central Standard Time. Dallas Cowboy, blue and silver, will take over this damn town. And boy, that podcast is, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. By that time, Lakers probably be 6-0. and Man, it's going to be a great, great fall. I can't wait. Enjoy this now, Trey, <laughs> because it's not going to happen in the next podcast. I don't know what you're doing right now, bro. I don't understand. I just don't. I don't get it. Every podcast, I, every podcast, I think he can't possibly take it to another level. H <laughs> Town, stand up. <laughs> <laughs>
But this podcast, sir, you have taken to a whole nother level. I just, oh, goodness. I'm okay. just giving the people what they want. I'm just giving the people what they want. Only thing we, if only thing we need to talk about, talk about soccer. Cowboy be, fans okay. and Laker fans, then yeah. Do, do any other fans matter? If you're not talking about Cowboy Nation, Laker Nation, does anybody else's fan base really matter? Let's okay. Let's 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 end this now. <laughs> if you guys are listening for the first time on the podcast or on the radio, please do not forget to subscribe. Leave some comments. Uh, leave us five stars. You can subscribe on the website or on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. The website is www.newchannelsports.com. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L sports.com. We do this for you. Please continue to support us. Um, I will administer a drugs test to Trey after the show. And hopefully next show he'll be okay. He'll be normal the next show. You got anything else left to say, sir? Let's, one more shocker before or one more crazy statement before we go. I, I know you got a lot of them up your up your sleeve. One more crazy statement? Yes. The Colts beat the Texans both times they play. Okay, yeah, you're definitely, Andrew Luck. You have Andrew Luck eight touchdowns in those two games combined. On Madden? <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing Madden? That's what you're playing. You're playing Madden? And, and it's on easy? I'm telling you. Okay. Colts beat the Texans twice. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> You have lost your freaking life, bro. Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments, please rate the podcast with five stars, and don't forget to subscribe.